have left us up where we belong. Right here on this podcast. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome to, welcome to How Do We Human. It's the uh, the podcast where we overanalyze all of the weird and uncomfortable micro moments in life. I'm one of your hosts, Evan Cox. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Benning. And today we've got our uh, holiday spectacular. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, spreading Christmas gear. We are gearing up for the holidays. <laughs> We're not... A hundred percent sure why we ended up here, but uh, we're doing an episode about Richard Gere for the holidays, <laughs> and uh, it makes all the sense in the world to me. Yeah, I do remember how we got here. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you were quizzing me on which films were nominated for Best Picture through a variety of different years. Of course, because uh, that's just where two really cool guys end up yeah, buddy. <laughs> at the end of the night. Uh, and... Whichever year Chicago was involved, we both right. started talking about, like, Richard Gere uh, and how, like, he's uh, a famous actor, but yeah. neither of us have really seen much of his work. Right. And then somehow the pun came of, like, Christmas gear. Uh, <laughs> and... W- it's such a dumb idea that you know we decided to run with it. We got very excited about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but first, before we uh, dive in, <laughs> couldn't think of a good gear pun there, but before we dive in, yes. as Richard Gear always says, <laughs> how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Um, similar to how uh, you frequently mention Seattle. And yeah. you know it's going to come up later. Oh, in baby, episode. I'm so excited. I screenshotted it. <laughs> but go on. Uh, I um, seemingly have to mention my girlfriend in every episode. <laughs> well, Seattle is my girlfriend. <laughs> we know this. Your true love. Oh, my true love. Uh, but anyway, she, not Seattle, uh, <laughs> moved into a new place and I've been helping her move in yeah. and assembling all the furniture. Because I... Hey don't mind assembling furniture yeah, no i are. kind of enjoy it yeah it's kind of fun but part of what she needed done uh is hanging up and installing curtain rods and curtains yeah that one's kind of a pain yeah it sucks <laughs> should be illegal to do well i don't know about that <laughs> then yeah. we wouldn't have any curtains uh it should be illegal for civilians to do it but you, okay. you can hire just military just mil- <laughs> Wait, that's not military or civilians. <laughs> Criminals. <laughs> We're going to let uh, yeah. into our houses to hang up our curtains. Yeah. <laughs> not the violent ones. Just the like the regular uh, white collar crime. They can do uh, curtain stuff. Or, or no, military. They're, they're above civilian. And there's, I think, yeah, they're not civilians. So they can hang our curtains. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who does it as long as it's not me. <laughs> it is such a hassle. You, like, because whoever had lived there before had hung up blinds. Mm-hmm. And so they, but they took the blinds with them, I guess. Kay. But they left the brackets there. Oh, brick a brack. And those brackets, I can see why they left them there because they are screwed in so tightly. Uh, very difficult to remove. I removed most of them. Uh, and. We were like, oh, well, they had those brackets there, so we can just hang the curtains, like the curtain brackets there. Sure. Easy. Uh, One, the holes 
apparently not big enough for the curtain rod <laughs> brackets, even though the screw for the curtain rods is smaller than the one that the blinds were using. Hmm. So I'm not really sure how that works. But also, uh, when you're hanging blinds, uh, you can have the brackets like in line with the window or maybe a little bit in. But for curtains, hmm. it makes more sense for them to be outside of the window yeah so that it covers more gotta cover uh so we discovered that after we installed the first one after (laughs) after a lengthy process so it's still an ongoing uh operation but if there are any members of the military or any criminals (laughs) listening to this and you want to take over curtain installation please let me know that is, I consider that a give up moment where like, I do like putting together furniture and hanging right. up stuff, but a, a setback like that's like, well, no, I'm done for the next three days. <laughs> I'm not going to return to this. 100%. I got broke. <laughs> uh, Evan, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> ready to, ready to talk about uh, Richard Gear, <laughs> But um, I... Uh, I think my thing I constantly talk about is going on walks with my dog. <laughs> yeah, that's my life, and all these stories uh, seem to come back to things that happen while I'm I'm walking my dog. And this one was hardly even a thing that happened to me. It was a thing that happened around me. Oh, oh. is this uh, stories from the dog park? Oh, oh. <laughs> no, damn it! Get out of there with the dog park. Oh, oh. <laughs> We're not there yet. Uh, no, it was just right up the right up the street, up at that wacky intersection. Yes, and so that intersection is wacky. We'll, we'll throw that back out there. It is pretty wacky. It's wacky. Market. <laughs> um. I'm walking the dog, and at a certain point, the dog just is sniffing around for a place to pee. Uh, and I'm listening to some music. And I'm jamming around, listening to The Cure, you know, jamming music. Yes. <laughs> That's what I jam to. And I'm, I'm just, like, really into the song. And, like, a little over overboard, so, where I'm just, like, got my headphones in. I'm not paying attention to anything. I'm just... Having a good time. Oh, yeah. And, like, I faintly hear a honk from, like, a distance. From a distance. We all are honking at heaven. <laughs> Horn honks in the distance. And it seems far enough away that I'm like, you know, you just know, like, okay, that's not, not anyone honking at me. That would sure. be ludicrous <laughs> for someone that far away to be honking at Chris me. Bridges? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that ludicrous. <laughs> would be ludicrous. We all know he loves honking at people from a distance. <laughs> no, um, and so I'm just in my own little world, and then all of a sudden a car comes by, and I look up, and there's just a person looking out their window, like apologizing, <laughs> going sorry, and it was the most confusing thing in the world for me because I'm like, what? What did they do? Right. Did they honk at me? And then I, I put it all together and I realized, oh, because the intersection's weird, that stop sign is super far away. The dog was stopping to pee like near a stop sign. So this car far away thought I was trying to cross the street oh, and honked okay. to let me go and then realized that I wasn't trying to cross the street came across and apologized like really really wholeheartedly oh that's um, nice 
it's weird knowing because I can be that person where I'm just not like, oh, super angry, but just like, you know, hey, go, go. And then get like, oh, no, they're not going cranky, cranky. And then, oh, sorry. And it's fun to see that entire thing happen to someone else at me that I was completely unaware of. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a great story. I just think uh, it was uh, interesting to me. <laughs> I love to end my stories with, it's not a great it's story. It's not a great story, uh, but it happened. But it happened, and here we are. Uh, <laughs> or should we say, gear we are. Gear we are indeed. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know where to start. So the basic, uh, what we decided to do for this episode, because we initially we wanted to just go crazy. <laughs> I think we were going to watch I think we were a movie watch... from every decade yes, of his career, correct? Which maybe would have been more uh, career spanning, yeah, and we would have had a better breadth of knowledge of Richard Gere. Totally. Uh, but we, I think the main thing we found was not only do we just like collectively we hadn't seen a lot of his works but neither of us had seen like two of his like earlier like super popular work yeah the ones that uh kind of catapulted him into his main stardom right uh because i think going into this i think i had seen four movies that he's in i think i'd seen three yeah i can't remember the third what? Chicago and uh, the Mothman Prophecies. <laughs> uh, when you saw... Um, uh, Days of Heaven. Yes. That's right. I've seen Days of Heaven. And uh, I, I'd never seen Pretty Woman, which right. we did not watch today, so don't get excited. Because <laughs> uh, I had seen Pretty Woman. Yes. I had also seen Chicago and uh, the movie The Double and right. Movie 43. <laughs> That's right. Those are the four that I've seen. <laughs> um, so we, uh, we to not today, we watched separately. We didn't watch together. So we, we've essentially not spoken about this at all. We both have of, told each other, oh boy, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. We watched American Gigolo, which I have a lot of thoughts about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we watched An Officer and a Gentleman, uh, which I have some thoughts about. That's exactly um, how I feel. But chiefly, just just in a, in a broad sense, uh, really enjoyed An Officer and a Gentleman. <laughs> I thought okay. it was a very nice movie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll skate over. You know, we're, we're, we don't want to completely ignore it, but I, I do want to say, hey, American Gigolo, a lot of homophobic shit in that movie. <laughs> we're, we're not ignoring it. We're not fans of that. But we're also just not going to talk about it a whole bunch. Just right. Just know we're now we, aware. We are aware of uh, <laughs> the extent of it. I was not previously aware of that. There's a lot of homophobic shit in American Chicago. <laughs> you know what's interesting is I was reading um, that Richard Gere was drawn to that part because yes, of the gay subtext. I saw that. And then I watched the movie and I was like, what? <laughs> Interesting subject. Subtext. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but I think also, like, uh, I, I mentioned it at the beginning, like, we, every, everybody, I think, is aware that, like, Richard Gere is an actor. Yes. Right? <laughs> but. <laughs> exactly. The fact that, like, <clears throat> we hadn't seen a lot of his work is, was kind of surprising for how big of a name yeah. he's considered. And also, like. Uh, because you know we got to talk about this. 
the fact that he's more known for like an urban legend right about gerbils yes. than he is about really any of his movies yeah. is crazy at this point that's probably very accurate yeah which is wild even like like the the one we both immediately commiserated on was chicago like of course we both saw chicago of course and he's great in chicago but like even that which was a really great role for him and i, I want to say recently but like really how <laughs> chicago's over 10 That's, years old uh over 10 years i think it's about 15 jesus christ um but like i feel like that hasn't really lived on like people don't right go hey richard gear from chicago <laughs> like, right richard gear the guy with the gerbil up his ass <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> um, i saw him on south park <laughs> yeah uh well and also like he We'll get into this, I'm sure, with these two movies we're going to talk about. I'm not and sure we're going to get into anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but, uh, like, he in Chicago is not one of even, like, the top three performances that anyone <laughs> talks about in that movie. Right. Um it was uh wasn't we talked about it that night wasn't he the only one not nominated or he might have been nominated. nominated i don't remember but i i mean i think that like you when you think chicago or at least when i think chicago <laughs> uh the movie um the movie. i think Catherine zeta jones and then like renee zellweger john c Riley, and then may, probably richard gear <laughs> <laughs> i don't know richard gear made an impression on me in that movie He's, uh, yeah. Um, as an actor in general, are you like, oh, Richard Gere's a good actor, I just haven't seen a lot of his movies? Or are you like, Richard Gere is not the guy for me? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've kind of always thought he is a good actor, but didn't really have the proof. <laughs> um and like yeah i have seen him be good and i think he is very good in chicago but uh yeah because that that's kind of the big question especially what what order did you watch the movies in? what did you see first um between the two that we're going to talk about american gigolo first and then officer and a gentleman i thought about doing it the opposite because i knew that you did (laughs) american gigolo first um but i decided to go release order since it came out that first is a good point but also like well everyone already knew we knew at least i'm assuming you also did knew the like ending shot of yeah Officer yeah absolutely hey it's uplifting yeah <laughs> so <laughs> american gigolo a paul schrader movie i'm assuming <laughs> isn't gonna end in the same uplifting way <laughs> I'd rather end my night on a on a high note but um yeah, so starting American Gigolo, it did make me kind of start thinking, like, is he actually a good actor? Or because you realize between those two movies we watched that, like, I'd always known he was known as being like a sex symbol. In yeah, the and I do want to talk about that. Oh, we must. <laughs> <laughs> and we must talk about the weirdest shot sex scene I've ever seen in my life <laughs> in American Gigolo. <laughs> so strange. That, but that's, I think I, I have a theory now. Okay. And I know I'm, I'm like not finishing sentences and thoughts are getting lost. And we're going to try to cover everything. There's a lot to cover here. The, surprisingly, cover there is here. a lot to cover here. <laughs> but... <laughs> Fuck, I lost that thought, too. Oh, so my theory as to, like, why he was such a big deal in the 80s 
and 90s, like 80s to early 90s in particular, was like, that's right. all, that's his time, baby. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> that's peak gear. Oh, he's gearing all over the place. <laughs> and uh, I think part of the problem is if these two movies are the two that like popped to mind outside of Pretty Woman, because you'd already seen it. Right. These were the two that popped to mind, at least for me. And I, Officer and a Gentleman's a definite, like, American Gigolo's more like that was just kind of his first massive yeah. role. Um, but... Uh, these movies are very entrenched in the 80s. And yeah. I think these two movies, like Pretty Woman is, I haven't seen it still, but I get the vibe having seen clips and stuff from it. It feels significantly less trapped in a time. Uh, yeah, sign- yeah, comparatively, I would, I would agree with that, yeah. So it's still very 90s, it, but like... I have a very... Like, I could see people like myself, hey, and maybe that's partially just because you hear it's great and everybody likes Julia Roberts, <laughs> but right. I could see myself without having done this episode. At some point, I obviously would have gone back and watched Pretty Woman. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever would have seen these two movies <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> if we didn't purposefully do this episode. And I yeah, don't think true. a lot of people are reaching, especially American Gigolo. Especially American Gigolo. <laughs> but I don't think people are really reaching back and watching Officer and Gentleman either. Yeah. Um, I, when I read on the Wikipedia page yeah. for uh, American Gigolo, that this was the first film that uh, launched him into, into stardom and had him considered to be a sex symbol. Yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> I was I'm shaken not, to my core. I, <laughs> I'm not uh, I'm not surprised. He's uh he's 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 a fairly sexy man. He <laughs> to me not and, so much. No. To oh. me he looks like he, uh, like if you put him next to like his Madame Tussauds wax figure, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think he's a sexy guy. <laughs> he looks like Flubber, but like as a person. <laughs> he's, I would say, more so. I think he's a he's a he's a sexy man, an officer, and a gentleman. And I think he is very sexy <laughs> in American Gigolo. But that movie just has kind of it's got some stank on it it's got some stank on it it's i can't walk away from it saying i didn't at all like american gigolo like there's a lot to like about it it's an interesting movie um is the weirdest editing of an ending (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes absolutely but it's very much the like uh, return of the king (laughs) yeah totally keeps fading to black yeah and you're like like, oh it's over can't oh no it's not okay it's bad it it fakes you out like five times it does yeah it does it a lot except Uh, return of the king each ending feels like that could be the ending this is just like (laughs) i guess we're done a scene ends and it just fades to black stays black for a while yeah and then continues i don't know it's very strange it is very strange i also would like to you know say real quick to richard um like you know i i know i'm in no position to criticize your face yeah uh people uh, frequently have said that I remind them of Jay Baruchel in um, She's Out of My League. Not Jay Baruchel in like Tropic Thunder or or Goon or anything. Specifically the movie where the premise is this guy looks pretty weird 
How can anyone love him? So I apologize to Richard, <laughs> but I do think he looks like a wax man. And I guess, yeah, I, I guess I see it, but uh, hey, it works for me. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm into wax man. Uh, I'm a wax man. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> uh, there will be blood. <laughs> That's yeah. if it didn't come across. <laughs> it didn't. But when you said it, I was like, that is a really hey. good impression of that. <laughs> it did it. We had to fit an impression in somewhere. And God knows no one's going to be able to do a Richard Gere impression. No. I don't know what that would be. And that's if we can go back to him being a sex symbol for a second. <laughs> that, I think, is the other thing that is so shocking to me, because I don't have any idea if Richard Gere has any personality. Like... <laughs> Sex symbols, like, uh, the sex symbols of today, right? You're yeah. Ryan Gosling, you're Chris Hemsworth. Like, I, I get what their personalities are. Yeah. Richard Gere is just, like, a guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know that I agree. We might, uh, we might just disagree on this. Okay. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's had some, some personality shining through. <laughs> I don't know if it was an American gigolo. Uh, there were a few scenes, uh, but mostly, no, that's not, that is not Paul Schrader's style. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a style for certain. Um, I did love, like, obviously, if, if you disagree that you don't think he's a sexy man, that's fine. But just accepting that him at status quo in that movie is a sexy man i was cracking up near the end of that movie when he's all frazzled and paranoid and like oh uh, uh, is it when they're like oh you look like shit <laughs> everyone kept telling him he looked like <laughs> shit <laughs> and it's just like he just took his jacket off and his hair is a little ruffled yeah he has got like, like a really one nice 64th <laughs> inch uh stubble stubble it looks like it's like what today would be considered like really sexy stubble it's just yeah like, no, he, he looks like a model. <laughs> he looks still exactly the same. Like, oh, you look like shit. You look like shit. Oh, my God. You're going to go see a lady looking like Julie. This? <laughs> um, well, should we get right into American Gigolo? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I here's as far as just like talking about the movies. I wrote a lot of notes about American Gigolo. I wrote next to none about Officer and a Gentleman. Um, I think I remember it decently, but I know I know me, and when I watch two movies back to back, I'm kind of just gonna forget the first movie. My brain uh -huh. just can't hold. And I, when I was a teenager, I would I had, we had the five movies, five days, five dollars thing at the video store. I would get five movies, and there were several times where I just watched five movies in a day. Yeah, <laughs> I would do that all the time. I can't. My brain can't handle. My brain can't handle it. Ma, <laughs> but ma, but ma, I don't want to watch Still Rich movies. <laughs> Um, what was it? I don't know why I brought that up. The fuck am I talking about? You wrote a lot of notes for American oh, Gigolo. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I knew I was going to forget about it. <laughs> and I did. Um, but the one note I have for both of these is uh, God bless wonderful, silly character names, particularly uh detective sunday <laughs> detective sunday yes Hector alizondo who was amazing <laughs> i think he was fantastic in that he movie. was my favorite character easily he's wonderful uh and just hey american gigolo or, or uh officer, and, officer a and a gentleman opening up the movie with 
Zach and Byron Mayo. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> A wonderful character name. <laughs> Easier to write scripts in the 80s. <laughs> There's something so funny to me about any character named Zach. Because <laughs> can you think of another, like, what's another Zach in movie history? Particularly, like, a lauded, <laughs> beloved movie like Officer and a Gentleman. Sure, yeah. Where it's like the lead is supposed to be this oh, hunky sexual, like, oh, I'm just out here for myself. Hi, I'm Zach. <laughs> <laughs> not to degrade anybody named Zach. Uh, I'm very sorry. But not leading man material. <laughs> Anyways, American Anyways. Gigolo. Uh, yeah, so it... I'll be honest, I hardly understood what was happening for like the first like 10, 15 that, minutes. That was a no, like, I, I was mostly on top of it. He's a gigolo. It's in the title. He has what, ex- but what country is he in? America. <laughs> the country of America. Um, but I did write down, because the, the first time he re- he meets our leading lady, <laughs> who I've already forgotten her name, Um they well, there's I, every woman in this movie looked exactly the same to me. I could not <laughs> tell any of them apart. You might just, uh, yeah, you might just uh, not have a eye for faces. <laughs> Everybody looked like Richard Gere to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, except uh, uh, Hector Elizondo yes. and uh, Bill Duke. <laughs> of course, Bill Duke. Um, but uh, so when they the 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 leading lady. <laughs> Yeah, got her character the, name. The senator's didn't wife. Write her down. The senator's wife. Yeah, uh, the character's name is Michelle. Michelle, yes, Michelle, the senator's wife. <laughs> um, they're talking, and there's all sorts of this like overtones of, you know, oh yeah, I do this, blah blah blah, and she gets it and goes right. like, yeah, I know what you do. I would never have. Like, how how did they come to that conclusion in yeah. the conversation? It's very broad. <laughs> yes. I forget what the, the dialogue is, but I, I specifically wrote the note, like, I would not have walked away from that conversation having any idea what he did for <laughs> a living. <laughs> yeah. It's like, people, people pay me to, like, uh, do stuff for them and hang out with them when they need help with stuff. I think that was what it, the way he worded it, like, yeah. when they need help with things. And she's like... I understand what oh, you Oh, I do. see what this is. Um, in in general, the overall plot of this movie, yes. um, Richard Gere is a gigolo in the country of America. Yes. And uh, he goes around, uh, he pals around with some older women. Yes. Um, and this movie wants, is very, very clear that he's making love to them. Yes. There's a lot of making love in yes. this movie. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of making love. And they the say it wife, all the time. The senator's wife likes to talk about fucking. And yeah. He does not. No, no, no. I make love. I make love. <laughs> and, Richard Gere. What else could I do? <laughs> and uh, so Bill Duke uh, is like, hey, I need your help. You got a, I got a job out there that I need you to go like cover for me or yeah. something. And so he goes to Palm Springs and uh, he uh, makes love to this dude's wife while uh, he watches and gives commands. Um, and then he pals around with more ladies. Yeah. And then it turns out that that woman uh, who uh, he made love he to, made love to uh, 
Um, she dead. She's dead. And he's been the prime suspect. <laughs> um, and so Hector Elizondo is mm, uh, the detective, detective Sunday, Sunday <laughs> uh, trying to uh, figure out who did it. But he's pretty sure it's Richard Gere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I also, on the note of making love, <laughs> I did write down this line of dialogue from Richard Gere's character, Julian Kay. Yes. Anything you can learn about me, you can learn from making love to me. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't see him as a sex symbol. <laughs> Maybe I need to make love to Richard Gere. Gotta be. Yeah, that's the only way to, le- to learn about him, because she was asking him questions like, tell me about your life. Anything you can learn about me, you can learn from making love to me. Yeah, is that the same scene where he's uh, naked against the window? Um, what I titled Noir Dick? <laughs> <laughs> you don't often see a penis lit through window shades. <laughs> but I loved it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to see Richard's gears. Oh. Um, and uh, it's apparently like the first time yeah. that a major Hollywood star has done full frontal uh, or a, a like male a leading, actor, leading male, yeah, uh, um, an actor of his caliber. <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh, <laughs> he gives some monologue while he's standing there by the window yeah. about how like some woman had like not had an orgasm in three years, right. and so he spent like three hours just going to town. <laughs> uh, and he says something like, "You know, it's, I can't even imagine like." Or it was something like, can you imagine all the other guys who wouldn't have taken the time to do things right? And then next scene, I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's an oddly edited movie in general. In terms of um, the mystery of like, who killed the wife? Um, Was it as incredibly obvious to you as it was to me? I, I, it's kind of like he, he, I don't know, I don't know if we want to spoil things for people. What if we, through doing this episode, actually get people to watch American Gigolo? That's exciting <laughs> Apologies to me. in advance. That's exciting to me. Um, but it was very much just the character you assume is a clear red herring. <laughs> like, well, clearly it couldn't be that because that's way too obvious. Oh no, I and was like, absolutely. Just I was is. like, oh no, it's this guy because that's very obvious. <laughs> it's never the obvious choice it, until today. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought there were, I thought there were actually other red herrings, <laughs> and I thought that the person who it was was like was i was like i bet it's him yeah yeah spoiler alert it's a man <laughs> um i also like i i straight up did not like this movie yeah um, it's i mean like a lot of paul schrader movies it's just kind of a dark grimy slow movie <laughs> again with lots of homophobia in it yes uh, yeah a lot like. Um, um, I, I think this is the only Paul Schrader movie I've seen. Really? Yeah. I think I had wanted to see First Reformed when it came yeah, out I and I never got around I to it. very good. He's um, made some good, I mean, he wrote Taxi Driver. Yeah, um, I've seen stuff that he's written for yeah. sure, but never anything he's, uh, directed. Yeah, he's not, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not as strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I just, I did not care at all about 
whether or not Richard Gere was going to be found innocent or guilty. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't tell any of the women apart, so I didn't really <laughs> care about them. Uh, I just liked Hector Elizondo. Yeah. I, I got a little wrapped up in it, but not... Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I ended up... I liked it uh, like two and a half stars, <laughs> you know. Out of four, uh, out of five. Oh, God. <laughs> so people use I'd different scales. I'd out of four? Out of four. Okay. Yeah. And almost. That was almost good. <laughs> okay. It was an almost good movie. Almost good. Uh, but then, alas. <laughs> yeah. I. If we're going out of four. Okay. I will give it. One star. I knew it. You're very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I was very uh, unhappy watching it. <laughs> yeah, I, again, I can't. Which uh, I think is partly intentional. But absolutely. Yeah, I think it's very intentional. It's doesn't uh, mean I enjoyed it. Exactly. And I yeah, I can I can go there. I can get in those moods. And be like, yeah, I want to watch something that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> um, but to to get back to that uh, amazing <laughs> weird sex scene <laughs> that's shot like it's like they used a like a photo backdrop and yeah. kept like. Uh, some waves and wrinkles in it like it almost looked like they were trying to make it look like a sheet but they were clearly standing against it i was very confused by and it's just these fragmented crazy well-lit shots yes (laughs) of just like an elbow moving in a funny way (laughs) (laughs) yeah hey look at the look at these fingers and it, it's you gotta see it to believe it. You guys gotta, you gotta go watch see it to believe <laughs> But yeah, those those are my thoughts there. I think uh, I get how Richard Gere comes out of this movie um, as a man of intrigue. Okay. As a like, oh, who's this leading man? You know, we get those movies a lot where you're just like, that was a that was a fine movie, but like that actor's interesting. Sure, yeah. I found him interesting. Okay. You I did I did not. No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Um and so I was interested if in an officer and a gentleman yeah. if he would change my mind. Yeah. I'm assuming he didn't. <laughs> Uh, he did not. <laughs> That's madness. No. Uh, to be honest, like I thought he was better in this yeah. for sure. I thought it was just an overall better movie as well. Yeah, uh, still some weird stuff going on. Oh, but, yeah. uh, it, um, there were also a couple times where I um, found myself laughing at uh, choices he made <laughs> as an actor. Oh. And, uh, and they were definitely when the moments where he's supposed to be like, Really acting? Oh no, you're gonna tear apart the two best parts of the movie. Yeah, probably <laughs> the two things that are like the best known moments from his career. Yeah, yeah. You bully. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I like I, I get what you mean, but I think it's more a product of '80s movies than it is his acting. Like it's almost. Yeah, that I is... think it's him really, really selling really cheesy dialogue <laughs> yeah um i i can 
sort of agree with that because it, it it was a little jarring, maybe not jarring, but it did take me a second with both of these movies yeah. to like get into the eighties pace of totally. drama uh, or dramatic movies. Yeah. Um, because like in 2019, you got to have the first like super interesting thing happen. Right. Uh, like five, 10, 15 minutes in, and then yeah. you got to, move and like catapult your story forward uh at like 20 to 25 minutes yeah and both of these movies when i realized what the quote-unquote story was i checked what time we were at and it was 35 minutes on both movies (laughs) Um, so did you know nothing about either of these before you watched them uh yeah essentially nothing i knew nothing about american gigolo and if you do. I knew just the ending scene of An Officer and a Gentleman. Oh, ah, okay. Alright, alright. Well, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get into that, that sucker. The Officer and the Gentleman. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, An Officer and a Gentleman? I was. <laughs> Did you see the sequel, Two Officer, Two Gentlemen? <laughs> I have not. Next year. Next year. Next year. <laughs> I was uh, uh, <laughs> this was one of two notes I actually wrote because uh, I I kept the rest of this in my little noggin, but uh, I did like throw me off after all of American Gigolo and all the all the love making. Yes, that Officer and a Gentleman <laughs> does open up with uh, Robert Loggia <laughs> laying Excuse naked. Me, Robert Loggia is it Loggia? It is Loggia. Oh, it's a Loggia. I'm never gonna stop. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> But uh, opens with him naked with a couple of people. I'm just like, oh, man, I've watched a lot of making love tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping for a respite, uh, but it was not there. I felt like um, it was interesting watching them back to back like we both did. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not facing each other, (laughs) facing each other back to back. If only we'd thought of that. Um, But it almost seemed like his character from American Gigolo just kind of like transitioned in over to the beginning of an officer and a gentleman. I was mm. like, Oh, you playing the same kind of uh, sleazy womanizing uh, expressionless man. <laughs> That's interesting. I found them very different characters. I think by the end of an officer and a gentleman, I would agree. They're very well, different characters. Had a change. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but I like even just on a base level, which is interesting because American gigolo is older. I, like his character in American Gigolo, yeah, maybe it's because he mentions it that he's like thirty. I think it, how old did he say he was? It's like in the movie, at some point he says he's like thirty four. Yeah, something. Um, like he also the older women that he's going to see don't look much older than him in that movie. <laughs> A couple of them do. We're so cruel to Richard Gere. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, uh, that's uh, crueler to the casting agent. It is interesting though because I looked it up that he. That American Gigolo being his first big breakthrough, he was my age. He was 31 years old when he had his first breakthrough. Oh, that's older for an initial, like, jump to stardom like that. Which is probably why I've always known him as (laughs) gray-haired. Him and Steve Martin. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, him and Steve Martin. Uh, I would love to see American Gigolo starring Steve Martin. We can make that happen. We can? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know, Steve. All right. 
I don't. What were you going to say about an officer uh, and a but gentleman? But his character and an officer and a gentleman, like, immediately seemed younger to me. Like, seemed like yeah. a guy in his early to mid-20s. Um, yeah, I don't know. We had a, we had, we got backstory with him, which, which we did not Told have in him. the strangest way, I very, thought. Yeah, again, very odd editing and pacing. 80s style. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I like that. <laughs> I, it amused me where it's... Just like, hey, we're just going to do a quick exposition dump up top <laughs> so that you know what this guy is. Yeah. And it's just flashback, flashback, flashback. Yeah, I go back and forth on that. Like, sometimes, it I think it depends how it's done. Sometimes I see it in a movie and I'm just like, well, that was lazy. And other times, and I'm, I'm, this one falls a little in between, but I'll give it more of the benefit. I'm like, great, we got that out of the way. Yeah. Now let's start the movie. Let's get to training camp, you know? Yeah. I was glad that um, he got his head shaved because I could not <laughs> uh, ignore the fact how much he looked like Kurt Russell in Big Trouble in Little oh, China. Oh, yeah. I see that. Interesting. Um, did you... I, I screenshotted a bunch. Did you, like, fall down the uh, trivia list on IMDb at all? Um, I, not on the movie, no. Uh, okay, so, yeah, I don't, because this is, this is too big to, we, we've got to step back to American Gigolo for a second. Yeah. <laughs> because this is fucking wild. <laughs> so, it was very, first off, it's just, like, interesting. Initially, American Gigolo, that character was going to be John Travolta. Mm-hmm. John Travolta dropped out, and that Richard Gere basically got his entire career just Picking up roles, John yes. Travolta passed on. Totally, it's so. It was like five different movies during yep. that time period, like back to back to back, all <laughs> John Travolta roles that he stepped out of. Yeah, American Gigolo. Um, before they went to John Travolta, actors who were considered for Julian Kay. Mm-hmm. First off the bat, I'm gonna list straight through these, but we. I just really gotta say, first off the bat is Chevy Chase, and I don't understand oh, it. Oh my god! <laughs> so the rest of the list for Julian <laughs> Kay and American Gigolo: Chevy Chase, Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Sylvester Stallone. Wow. <laughs> Um, I mean, those are the those are the names of the '80s, but still, totally, yeah, <laughs> not in the not in the same role. <laughs> no, <laughs> I would have loved to see this movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I want to be in the room when Chevy Chase and Arnold Schwarzenegger find out they are auditioning for the same role. <laughs> oh my god! Back to Officer and a Gentleman. Yes, it really made like I think the biggest. Uh, takeaway from this movie I've never had a, a, a full on experience with Louis Gossett Jr. before right God yeah. bless the man <laughs> yeah I uh, that's that is my takeaway too in that movie uh, he uh, won the uh, the old golden the old statue golden <laughs> statue for best supporting actor the first uh, African American right. man to do so yeah uh, and immediately when it starts, I'm going like, oh, this is very Full Metal Jacket. Because mm-hmm. uh, he was uh, trained on set yeah. by Arlie Ermey. Yeah. They <laughs> even uh, say the same, like, the uh, same line. Steers and yeah. Queers line. Gotta have it. <laughs> it's your drill instructor standard. Yeah. Um, but apparently Arlie Ermey was originally supposed to play that role. Yeah. In, uh, 
weird. Yeah. Look at that guy having a, having a career. <laughs> uh, the plot of uh, an officer and a gentleman. Yes, there's this officer, and there's this gentleman, and they, oh, they love each other, and they make love to each other. <laughs> It's a dual role for oh. Richard Gere. Oh, I got I got mixed up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Richard Gere plays this guy. He wants to be. Um, he wants to fly jets. Oh yeah. Um, as he says multiple times in the movie, oh, yeah. I just want to fly jets. He just wants to fly jets. Leave him alone. <laughs> so he's got to go to training camp to do it, but um, he's got a you know past survival training, but also. He's fallen in love. Gotta fall in love. Um, the at least for the last scene, uh, the score is the song "Love Lift Us Up Where We Belong." Oh, also, lift to go back us up where we belong. To go back to American Gigolo yes, for a second, the, I was the score is like literally just "Call Me" by Blondie. But it, did you like read about that? What the history is on it? Because it's. Fascinating. I, I didn't read the whole history, I don't think. Check this out. <laughs> okay. Because A, I love Call Me by Blondie. <laughs> one of my favorite Blondie songs. That song is from this movie. Right. That song is from the score, not the other way around. Oh. Giorgio Moroder, <laughs> the synth guy, made this synth score in that, the, the shit you're hearing throughout the yeah, movie. Uh-huh. And they wanted a hit song on top of it and pitched it to Blondie and the band took the synth track and made a melody over it and had lyrics and a melody in an hour. <laughs> that okay, that and is then wild. Went to a studio and recorded it because I was thinking the same thing. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who Giorgio Moroder is. Like, a guy can write some some tracks. Like, we just we're just doing call me, but uh, yeah, it did really nail in. Like, yeah, the eighties movies were very like we have. A hit song. You have to have a hit song, right. and then the rest of the score is just that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was super interesting. That I just I love Blondie, but it, I never knew that that wasn't an album track or yeah. like a like it was from this movie. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Fucking weird. Yeah. Nah. Um. So he, so Richard Gere in an officer and a gentleman. Yes. He uh, talks to his pops. Uh, Robert, Robert Loggia. Loggia. I'm gonna look that up. I don't trust you. Okay. Uh, and then they go to training camp, and he meets these other people. He's got somebody that he becomes friends with pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, the other long hair. Yeah. Uh, there's a dude there who doesn't like him very much. Yeah. There's uh, there's uh, like the only. Uh, woman in the class. Seagull. 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 Flock of seagulls. Flock of seagulls. Um, <laughs> Which, <laughs> I don't want to just like read down the IMDb trivia, but it was very funny. A note on there that she was like super frustrated because like her entire character, like it's it's built up to just be like, she can't climb the wall because she's weak. She'll, she'll never be able to climb. And then she does. And it's like, yeah. But she was like in way better shape than everyone else on the cast. <laughs> so she was just like, it was like the biggest struggle for her was making it look, which is why it kind of looks goofy. Yeah. It's like, it was very difficult to just like act like, I can't climb this thing. Because apparently she was in very good shape at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, I would say Louis Gossett Jr. is definitely the the standout for me in yeah. this movie, though. Deborah Winger was great too. I don't I haven't yeah. had a whole lot of exposure to her. Um, apparently, they did not get along. I did read that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, movie. Uh, Deborah Winger doesn't like this movie remotely. <laughs> <laughs> I also read that that iconic ending to the yes. movie. Richard Gere was like, "Come on." Come on. Come on. It's going to be too sentimental. Too sappy. Sentimental. Can't you just do some close-up shots of my elbow? Move yeah. it around. Move the elbow around. Um, But then they, like, they shot it anyway as, like, a test run. Yeah. And the extras were, like, cheering <laughs> and crying. And that is so unbelievable to me. <laughs> like, I think that the ending works really well. I yeah. think it is a good ending. I and agree. that is... Like, they should have done that and not whatever Richard Gere would have suggested. Um, and Richard Gere agrees that they was the right choice. Yeah. Um, but, like, the fact that the extras all start cheering and crying is insane to me. <laughs> it's, I always, yeah. I, I, there's a lot of stories like that in film history of, like, it was just so real. Yeah. The extras, those idiots. <laughs> those morons. <laughs> like, I think it's just producers telling stories but it is wild how much of like the the story of both of these movies is like this very like newly famous actor just like yeah richard Gere decided we were gonna do this yeah <laughs> right did he <laughs> why <laughs> it's also not not to to get us too far out of the plot but like i love in both movies there are moments of richard gear like being absolutely not a professional in some given field right shoving aside a professional and being like i got this yeah for no reason at all he does it with his uh, lawyer in american gigolo uh -huh. his lawyer's like well we're gonna need to he's like no no <laughs> i'll ask the questions here oh, and then he just asks some <laughs> stupid question that a real lawyer would just be like i'm talking to your lawyer <laughs> yeah and then there's the moment in the the decompression chamber where his buddies right. like pass it out and the person that's there for safety and yeah. reviving people he's just like, like get, get out, out of here yeah. i'm gonna cuddle him <laughs> i'm gonna put more pressure around him in the decompression chamber <laughs> uh he's a stubborn man yeah absolutely oh stubborn boy oh stubborn boy oh yes stubborn boy um but yeah everybody falls in love and everything's great that's that's the whole movie right nah, no no oh, <laughs> some people don't have a great time yeah had a great time for a while yeah the good times and then the bad times. Oh, and then the bad times. Oh, the bad times. It's tough because I don't know how much we want to spoil this. I will say one of the moments that I remember laughing at Richard Gere's performance is in one of his like iconic scenes uh, when he yeah, uh, the... reveals uh, why he's there. To, I got uh... no place else to go! Yeah. I... <laughs> it, it cracked me up a couple times. Uh... <laughs> didn't have that effect on me i uh eh, it was it was a moment <laughs> yeah i love somebody yelling in a movie we should yell I do more too. i like a lot of movie yellers gotta yell um old yeller being a a, a big one it's a little old for my taste <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know what other thoughts I, I really have on an officer and a gentleman. I thought it was fine. I I, I really thought enjoyed I it. was shocked that it was longer than American Gigolo. <laughs> I was very yeah. That was a big bummer to see that both movies were like around two hours. I'm like ah, can't one of these be? And honestly, 90 <laughs> neither of them needs to be that long. Uh it's, yeah. For the '80s, like I get it. Those mo- like movies were longer than, yeah. um, at least dramatic movies. But I, I mean, American Gigolo could definitely be tightened up. Yeah. Officer and a Gentleman's weird because it is a lot. There's a lot of information in it for a movie that has a pretty simple plot. Yeah, and most things in An Officer and a Gentleman happen in like the last twenty five minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's very. There's a lot of build up and for, stuff. But. Here's what I'll say. Okay. For because uh, I'm I'm gonna be Mister Mister Positive here. <laughs> yeah, as <laughs> you I, should. I really and hey, yes, part of it is that the opening Chiron says Seattle, Washington. Yes, it does. <laughs> the entirety of the movie was shot around uh, the Puget Sound. Uh, my home <laughs> was birthed out of the Puget Sound. Uh, but yeah, shot around like Port Townsend and shit. Um, but I was born in the Puget Sound. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what us Washingtonians are because Seattle is like LA, a lot of transplants. You get a lot of people from out of town, so you constantly have to remind people. I was born from the Puget Sound. You merely adapted to it. (laughs) You merely adapted to the rain. (laughs) But, uh, I think for like a... Because it's definitely not a romantic comedy. No. <laughs> it's, it's a romantic drama. Yes. And for a romantic... Like, a lot of romantic movies are very focused on the the romance of the two. Yes. And it didn't... It, weirdly, like, this movie wasn't. <laughs> no. But it's very character-y. And it's very, like, a lot of character moments. And while it all fills this fucking two-hour-long bag of a movie that's kind of weirdly paced and edited and there are a lot of scenes that you're like does that need to be there right i felt in the ending scene that it all did need to be there and here's my reasoning okay because that ending scene does after some very sad very horrible stuff happens yes. it very quickly just does this turnaround hey, of like, absolutely everything's great now everything's happy yes and it's like you that's the weird thing about watching a movie from the 80s is they're not going to just make it all super obvious and hit you over the head with like remember all this stuff happened remember this this and the character went through all this and it was just a very like you needed all of that information to know where each character was at yeah and that his big triumphant i'm gonna come here and pick you up is not as much a romantic gesture as it is him admitting that he's not at fault for a lot of the sad things that have happened in his life yeah and it's absolutely not there (laughs) if you if you aren't like really thinking about it Mm -hmm. that it's like oh it is like a big old character development thing that's not him right um it just seems like well that's a fucking out of left field thing to happen all of a sudden yeah (laughs) so i don't know i think it's a very interesting movie i really enjoyed it but uh yeah i have uh i have less less to mock in this movie yeah Um, me too uh out of four 
stars, Ooh. what would you give an officer and a gentleman? I mean, a gentleman out of four. Because you gave uh, American Gigolo two and a two half. Two and a half. I give officer and a like it sounds like a minor upgrade for how much more I seem to like it. I might go three. Okay. <laughs> but I really did enjoy it. I think that's a hey. Four star reviews on rating sites like it's it's tough because you yeah. gotta hold like. We saw Jojo Rabbit recently. Yes. Four star movie to me. Four, yeah, four out of four. Absolutely. Is Officer in a Jojo Five Rabbit? out of four. Do I love it as much as I love Jojo Rabbit? No, there needs to be some discrepancy. <laughs> right. And a three and a half star movie. There's even then still a world there where it's like, yeah, but that's like close to my heart and right. not quite. I understand it has flaws. This is just, I thought it was a very well made movie. And in terms of like romantic movies, uh, I put it up there. You know, it's not when Harry met Sally to me, but right. I'd put it on a list of a. It's a movie. I would watch it again. Okay. If I was with someone who'd never seen it before, yeah, I would. I will never watch American Chicken yeah, again. Uh, me neither. <laughs> but still, again, I'm pleading with you, everyone listening. <laughs> I want to be responsible for making <laughs> you watch American Chicken. <laughs> Please let this happen. It's uh, it's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Yes, both of these movies are. Oh, uh, I didn't watch. I didn't see Officer and a Gentleman on there. Oh, I you messed up. I found it's... it through illegal means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's definitely on Amazon Prime. Really? Yeah. Um, I weird. Uh, pull it up again, and I'll prove you wrong. I literally watched it this morning. That's fascinating. Maybe they just put it up this morning. I tried to watch it I last guess, night. I guess that's possible. Mm. Um, I um. Would give this pro. I'd give this one two and a half out of four. Okay. Um, I definitely enjoyed it considerably more than American <laughs> Gigolo. Again, it's a movie kind of meant to be enjoyed. Yeah, it, it's the perfect example of like really plot a lot of the plot. An officer and a gentleman. It is kind of bummer plot. Like it is oh, drama, yeah. and there's a lot of serious shit that happens. Yeah, but that is a perfect example of a way to make a serious movie that is like. Still entertaining and not grimy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so before you and I, we both have games of course. Uh, for each other. I'm to very excited. You've never play. made a game for I know. Me. Um, what if we made the same game? It'd be hilarious. Uh, first, I want to ask, what has your opinion now of Richard Ooh. Gere having seen some of the early films that launched him into A-list? Uh, celebrity status. I gotta say, I'm coming down on the side of. Let me think about this. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to throw it out there willy nilly. Right. It'd be crazy. I. You know what I'm coming down is I'm realizing like I really I want to like Richard Gere as an actor and I think I do. <laughs> Okay. And that's where I'm landing. Okay. Not beloved to me, uh, but I think he's a very good actor. I think he's a very interesting actor, which I appreciate, which is the exact opposite of what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. There's something something to him that I think is interesting. I do find young Richard Gere to be an entirely different person from gray-haired Richard Gere. Uh, yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> um, you? I am coming down on the side of maybe I need to see more from him, but am not a particularly... He's not necessarily an actor that I 
would ever be like, oh, Richard Gere's in this movie. <laughs> um, and I, th- to be fair, also, there are a lot of actors who are beloved that yeah. I don't necessarily care for. Um, I think that his acting style just doesn't work for me. Yeah. We're going to have to, going to have to accept that. Yeah. Uh, and I, but we'll be back. Well, yeah. Is <laughs> you're determined to make sure that I find Richard Gere sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's tough. If you didn't find him sexy in these movies, you there might be no no hope for you. <laughs> who is who is sexy? <laughs> what's, a, what's a sexy male what's actor? What's a in sexy your eyes? male actor in my of, eyes. of any time? Of any time. But if you can think of one that was popular in the eighties, hey, go for it. <laughs> uh, let me think. The eighties. Uh, you know, I I'd probably say Kurt Russell. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about that a little bit more. Think about some sexy. Think about some 80s sexy actors. '80s guys. Um, yeah, uh, maybe Harrison Ford too. Okay. Um, I like I I get Harrison Ford definitely has Harrison Ford. It might just be because like I just Indiana Jones those that trilogy that was happening in that span right. of time is just like so good. <laughs> right, but Harris, Harrison. Ford. Did I call him Harrison Jones? <laughs> I think I called him Harrison Jones. Harrison Jones <laughs> has, definitely has like an X factor that Richard Gere doesn't have. Right. But I would say I think they're very similar. <laughs> and uh, I might. Yeah, here's me. I gonna, would say I'm gonna go out on a crazy pill limb. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna say I think Richard Gere might be a better actor than Harrison Ford. <laughs> I fully disagree with you on that. <laughs> I think that, um, and it's interesting that it's because. Uh, you were mentioning like John Travolta had mm-hmm. so many. I think that John Travolta and Richard Gere are both very similar. So I, I think it makes yeah. sense that he, that they were, uh, were so closely linked to so many roles. I guess. Uh, I don't particularly like John Travolta either. Yeah, so. I don't either. Hey, he has his moments though. All right. I would like to uh, go first in the okay. gamesmanship because uh, this is eight questions. All right. With multiple choice. Um, and I know, based on the conversation that we have just had yes. for the past however long hour, uh, I know that you know at least one of these answers. Yay! Oh, <laughs> fun. Okay. Um, all right. So this is From Gear to Eternity. Great. We both named our our, uh, our games and they're different. Okay, puns. good. <laughs> part of why i wanted to go first <laughs> i had some backups in mind but uh all right these are uh eight questions the first four questions are related to the two movies that we uh oh. viewed and then the last four are just general richard gear questions gotcha general gear general gear all right question number one yes Paramount Pictures Paramount. <laughs> offered this actor $1 million to star in American Gigolo, but the writer and director, Paul Schrader, didn't want to cast him and called the actor's agent to have him not read the script. Is it A, Christopher Walken, B, Christopher Reeve, C, Christopher Plummer, D, Louise Guzman? <laughs> I wanted one of them to be Christopher Robin. <laughs> uh, Christopher Reeve. That is correct. Uh, that is correct. The Superman actor. The, the Superman actor. Paul Schrader did not want him around. I yeah, he's he's maybe that would have been a much different choice. He's 
And maybe it's just because I know him so well as Clark Kent. It yeah. feels like, what a wholesome guy. Right. <laughs> Too wholesome. <laughs> uh, question number two. Mm. This actor turned down the roles that Gear took in Days of Heaven, American Gigolo, <laughs> An Officer and a Gentleman, and Chicago. Is it A, John Travolta, B, Kurt Russell, C, Jeff Bridges, D, Louise Guzman? John Travolta. That's correct. It is wild to think about John Travolta in Chicago. <laughs> it is, yeah. Well, I mean, John Travolta likes to do musicals. Like He's in uh, Hairspray. Oh, yeah. He's very he's fun in Hairspray. And Grease, of course. Grease, of course. Grease, of course. <laughs> Question number three. Hmm? This actress <laughs> turned down the role of the senator's wife, Michelle, in American Gigolo oh, because she reportedly didn't like the tone of the film. A, Susan Sarandon. B, Sigourney Weaver. C, Meryl Streep, or D, Louisa Guzman. (laughs) (laughs) It was Meryl Streep. That's correct. I did my homework. Question number four. This musician was originally signed on to play Zach Mayo in An Officer and a Gentleman. A, John Denver. B, Paul McCartney. C, Mick Jagger. D, David Bowie. John Denver. That's correct. Which is which is weird. the most wild <laughs> casting. So and that was American Gigolo, right? Uh, uh, officer and a that gentleman. Was officer and a gentleman. Okay. Oh. That, yeah. yeah uh, American Gigolo a... would have been even stranger. <laughs> yeah, but we saw the list of people they were considering. <laughs> what a Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah. I, guess I just that's imagine. True. Like I can't imagine. Just like. Oh, yeah, if Chevy Chase were in it, it would be the same dialogue, and it would just be Chevy Chase. I'm like, no, it would be silly and full of pratfalls. Yeah. (laughs) Which would have upped the ante. It would have been a better movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Uh, Changing gears (laughs) into questions about him in general and his career. So hopefully you haven't seen all these trivia answers on IMDb. (laughs) uh, Richard Gere co-starred in not one, but two films... With which Seinfeld star? A. Jerry Seinfeld, B. Julia Louis Dreyfus, C. Jason Alexander, or D. Michael Richards? Hmm. I can't, because again, I've seen so few of his movies. Right. Like, I can't place any of them in a movie with him ever, but my guess is Jason Alexander. That's correct. I knew it! He is in Pretty Woman, ah. and he is in Hachi, A Dog's Tale. Ah, Hachi. Hachi, Hachi. Hachi, Hachi. Only three questions left, oh, and you oh. are pitching a perfect game. Look at me. Richard Gere guest starred on The Simpsons Season 13, Episode 6, She of Little Faith. <laughs> Who did he voice? A, a veterinarian. B, a substitute teacher. C, a detective. D, himself. I mean, I've got to assume it's himself. <laughs> I don't remember this. Is that your final answer? It's going to have to be. It is correct. Yay! It is himself. Are you trying to throw me off uh, the track? A little bit. Um, in the episode, because he's a Buddhist uh, right. in real life, Lisa is trying to figure out what religion uh, she uh, identifies yes, with. Yes, yes. So Richard Gere helps her out a little bit. I recall that. Two questions left. Uh. In 1993... Richard Gere was banned from being an Academy Awards presenter after making statements denouncing which country's government? A. Russia. B. China. C. America. 
D England. I knew this at some point. I'm going to say China. That is correct. Look at me go. Final question. We've been, we've been, uh, there have been people talk about the Chinese government all this time. I know. That was back in 1993. And people are still coming down on the Chinese government. (laughs) Not out of human. (laughs) (laughs) Final question. Can you continue your streak? Probably not. Of correct answers. Feels unlikely. According to Richard Gere himself, oh. which role does he regret turning down the most? A. Gordon Gecko in Wall Street. Mm. B. John McClane in Die Hard. Ooh. C. Harry Burns in When Harry Met Sally. Or D. Alan Grant in Jurassic Park. Interesting. What, I guess I don't want to ask too many questions. Um, oof. It's tough. I'm trying to picture. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to say Harry when Harry met Sally. Ooh. It is Gordon ah, Gecko. My first instinct. Uh, your basic instinct. That's what I was going to um, say. <laughs> I held back. <laughs> I, I don't know if he was ever offered Harry Burns or Alan Grant, but he was offered uh, Gordon Gecko and John McClane. John McClane's John McClane is crazy. Gordon Gecko, I could see. Uh, but it's also, it's tough. That's, that's, uh... You just you just get used to a person, right? But like I can see it, I can't imagine. But it, watching, I guess in that sense, like I think a part of Richard Gere is just wrapped up in who he is today, which is gray-haired, yeah, Buddhist man with a hamster up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have a hard time with it. But if you erase all of that and just know the guy we met <laughs> these past couple of days, yes. I could see anybody wanting to make him an action star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. In spite of what you say, very good looking guy, good body, but like not, not a super like bulky guy. Right. I could see given just the script of Die Hard where it's like, yeah, this guy's just a, he's a cop. He's a, yeah, everyday guy. I could see where that thought process comes from. Knowing the actual movie and knowing Richard Gere now, that's a very, very hard thing to imagine. For sure. But it is surprising uh, that, yeah, he never, that that must have just been his choice and he never got another shot to be an action guy. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Sorry. Dick. (laughs) Noir Noir dick. dick. (laughs) On to game number two. This game. It's called, which I've uh, uh, changed the title slightly uh, during this recording. (laughs) Okay. It's called Gear Today, Mom Tomorrow. (laughs) 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 Which doesn't fully make sense. (laughs) No. Uh, But uh, I asked my mom five questions about (laughs) Richard Gear. And each question has... Uh, three potential answers for okay. what my mom's answer. <laughs> okay, great. So it's like Family Feud, but the survey was of one person. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Got 
got it. This is uh, based off a, a game I do with my family around Christmas time, so it's appropriate for the holidays. Okay, okay. Um, all right. And uh, what do we got? We got five questions. Uh, just don't, just don't get too many wrong. <laughs> We'll make it easy and just say, don't get three wrong. If you get three wrong, the fuck's the matter with Uh-oh. you? All right. Mom, what do you think of Richard Gere? Ugh. And, well, you don't have to just <laughs> guess cold. I'm going to give you some answers. <laughs> oh, your mom. <laughs> okay. He's fine, I guess. Uh, was we'll say a he's right. fine yeah. i guess Got it. i didn't know how to separate the thoughts yeah. b not impressed okay c terrible terrible man Ooh, interesting so none of these are really positive mm. um and i i have never uh met your mother no um I don't know how. I don't know how. <laughs> You've never met my mother. <laughs> how I never met your mother. <laughs> I will say... <laughs> just a show about them just constantly, <laughs> constantly crossing paths, but barely missing each other. <laughs> uh, He's fine, I guess. Right. Not impressed. Terrible, terrible man. I'll, I'm going to say A. I'm going to say he's fine, I guess. That would be in a crack. It <laughs> <laughs> would be in a crack, Chris. <laughs> oh, you thought you were so smart, but no, you're in a crack. <laughs> the correct answer is not impressed. That was, yeah, that was my second guess. I didn't think that she'd come out of the gate swinging with terrible, terrible man. My mom is not impressed by Richard. Okay. Take that information with you moving forward. Yeah. Question two. Mom. I do agree with her, by the way. (laughs) Mom. Mom. (laughs) What's your favorite Richard Gere movie? A. I only know Officer and a Gentleman. B. If I have to choose Pretty Woman. C. I won't watch anything with him in it. Uh, I'm going to say B. uh, Pretty Woman. That would be Anna Karenina. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Anna Karenina. That would be Anna Karenina. Uh, the correct answer. I only know officer and a gentleman. That's shocking. Which me. God knows is not true. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I know, Mom. I know you've seen pretty well. <laughs> um, oh, for two. Yeah, this I know. Is... This is not boding well. <laughs> Question number three. Yep. Mom. Uh-huh. Was there ever a point where you considered Richard Gere to be attractive? Yes, until I found out how arrogant he was, and then he wasn't. B? No, never. Well, officer. Okay. <laughs> C? Of course, I just don't like him as a person. <laughs> I mean, C is a hilarious answer. <laughs> I'm gonna say B. So, B is no, never. Well, officer. Yeah. That is Anna Karenina. <laughs> you're over <for> 3. <laughs> Technically, you're out. That was the only rules I gave. We'll do the other questions anyway. You got to get two right. You got to uh, yeah, get these next to the park. The correct answer was yes until I found out how arrogant he was, and then he wasn't. Okay. 
my mom does not like yeah, Richard clearly. Gere. <laughs> uh, question number four. Yeah. If you met Richard Gere in person today, would you be excited? A, not at all. B, yeah, it's still fun to see a famous person, even if it's a jerk. And C, if somebody introduced me to him, it would be exciting. But if I saw him at the grocery store, no. Um, hmm. Those are all good answers. <laughs> it was not at all. A, B, yeah, it's still fun to see a famous person, even if it's a jerk. Or C, if somebody introduced me to him, it would be exciting. But if I saw him at the grocery store, no. Uh, I'm going to get this wrong, but I'm going to say C. That is Karenina. That's <laughs> <laughs> correct. That is ludicrous. <laughs> that is ludicrous. That is ludicrous. If somebody introduced me to him, it would be exciting. Yeah. But if I saw him at the grocery store, no. <laughs> okay. So chances are this is just going to be the inverse where you got all except for one correct. <laughs> I think I'm only going to get one right. You got one more chance. Okay. In three words, mom, what is Richard Gere's appeal? And I presented this as clearly you don't like Richard Gere. Right. But in three words, why what do you he? think okay. Richard Gere's appeal is? Got it. I will also say that the correct answer uh, did not just have three words in it. So none of these are just three words. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Love you, mom. <laughs> All right. In three words, quote unquote, what is Richard Gere's appeal? Looks, voice, and his hair is nice. Is A. Okay. B. Charisma, smile, cocky attitude. Okay. C. Face, body, his way of speaking. Mm. So it was A, looks, voice, and his hair is nice. B, charisma, smile, cocky attitude. C, face, body, his way of speaking. Well, okay, we know that she thinks he's arrogant. Um, But does that mean that's what she said, or is that you trying to throw mm. me off? I'm a tricky rabbit. Yes, you are. Um, I can't imagine... Tricks are for Chris. <laughs> I can't imagine anybody finding Richard Gere's voice particularly appealing. Mm. So I'm going to rule out A. Um, but way of speaking is different to me than voice. Gotcha. Uh, can you give me B and C one more time? Uh, B, charisma, smile, cocky attitude. C, face, body, way of speaking. Hmm... I'll go with B. I think you're trying to trick me, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Charisma, smile, and cocky attitude. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is Anna Karenina. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what the correct answer was? Is it A? Yeah. <laughs> Looks, voice, and his hair is nice. He does have very nice hair. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. He still does. Yeah. Good. Damn fine out of hair. Yeah. Lucky fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. Coming from the two of us. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that was... Uh, we. I hope we spread our today, Christmas mom tomorrow. Gear. Yeah. <laughs> My mom uh, doesn't like him. No. And she never has. And that's, I think, maybe part of the reason I haven't watched a lot of his movies is I that grew up 
knowing Richard Gere's an arrogant piece of shit. <laughs> and I did like research. I'm having a really hard time finding if any evidence of this mom. He seems like a pretty upstanding guy. So give him a second chance. Give Gere a chance. Uh, Chris is on your side. Yeah, I think. <laughs> but he doesn't know you at all. <laughs> I uh, I don't know if I think the the difference though is that I also didn't find a lot of evidence of him being like a really bad guy. Right. Found a lot of evidence of like people that he worked with, not necessarily thinking he brought a lot for them that, to work yeah, with. Yeah, that's kind of what kept coming up is not attitude problems, but acting problems. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I stand by not really thinking he's a very good actor yeah. or at least does not appeal to me. I think it's very interesting. I'm not going to say he's a great actor, but I think he's a very interesting actor. Uh, well, I hope we spread our Christmas gear. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hope we filled you with Christmas gear. <laughs> um, <laughs> hope that Christmas gear is just running through your system like a little gerbil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I did a little research on that story. Yeah. Uh, like, where I did it come past, from? though. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a random thing where like somebody did go to the ER yeah um because they uh had used a, like a toilet paper cardboard tube okay um to force a little rodent into their behind um with the um in uh, the thought process being oh it'll suffocate in there but as it's doing it, it's going to be clawing its way to an exit. It's like the most terrible thing I've Absolutely. ever heard. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but that clawing would be then uh, allegedly satisfying the sensation of it. How? And then <laughs> you're supposed to uh, poop that gerbil out of there. But in this case, the swelling from the clawing had been so severe that it got, the carcass was trapped in there. So they had to go to the ER and then uh good lord get it extracted and so that's what the story was and then but it's an unnamed person in the like report of yeah. the story so people just kind of assumed it or like attached it to other like famous people yeah um because i think it was like a cedar sinai in la the la area um but for whatever reason it just has like always stuck to richard Gere. to richard gear interesting yeah poor guy <laughs> yeah I, honestly yeah I, that is an unfortunate thing to have constantly tied to your uh legacy and you're just seeing you in general yeah that's what most people are like reminded of yeah because i'd say like you know okay maybe hey maybe i went a little crazy I still might stand by it saying I think he's a better actor than Harrison Ford. I think Harrison Harrison Ford has X Factor and all the charisma in the world. I really not seen a whole lot of impressive, like, he's a really good actor from him. I think he's great. I just don't think he's a fantastic actor. Um, I think, I think that I can see what you're saying with maybe he's not a fantastic actor, but he does have that, like, yeah. that it he's, quality. Yeah. Immediate, like, the second he pops into American Graffiti, you're like, this guy's a fucking star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, still better than Richard Gere. 
<laughs> but what I was going to Richard say Richard Gere is, does not have charisma. Uh, given they were like paired so early, like I feel like that's the legit difference between just him and John Travolta. And John Travolta, it feels like, got out of the 80s having a significantly like better career. And then the Scientology stuff kind of tore him down. And now he's kind of in this weird middling place. But yeah. I just feel like Richard Gere just, just has not. And I think the hamster or the guinea pig <laughs> is a part of the problem. Uh, yeah, I do think it's part of the problem. I think there was a good 20 years where audience just audiences just couldn't couldn't get on with him. Yeah. Couldn't make love. <laughs> they couldn't make love. <laughs> but anyways, what have we learned? <laughs> um... I think we've learned that you're more positive on Richard Gere than I am. A little bit, yeah. Um, um, uh, listen, I don't love the guy. Right. But I really like him. I, I give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's uh, good. <laughs> uh, what else have we learned? Um, Richard Gere didn't put anything up his butt. <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. And if he did, that's fine. Just as long as it wasn't a living gerbil that died. Right. Hmm. Uh, we learned that American Gigolo is uh, very homophobic. Yeah. Um, and hard to watch for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, 80s movies are paced differently. We learned uh, how the song Call Me by Blondie oh, yeah. came to be. <laughs> Fascinating. I love that fact I mentioned. <laughs> uh, and we learned we'll probably do this again next year. <laughs> I don't know how many more Richard Gere movies oh, I can take. Oh, you got plenty. Maybe we'll have to switch it up. Because that's what, well, no, what I'm saying is we got it. Because we, we initially said we were going to go through all the decades. That's true. We did say we that. Can, next year, we can go through the 90s. And you've already seen Pretty Woman. So yeah, one check movie it off. Now. And then we watch some other movie he was in in the 90s. Uh, is he in Primal Fear in the 90s? I think that's in I the 90s. The I've 90s. never seen that movie. I've never seen it either. Hey. There you go. There you go. And then in the 2000s, we get to watch Dr. T and the Women <laughs> and the Mothman Prophecies. <laughs> My home base for Richard Gere. <laughs> uh, what do you got going on? Well, what well, have we got going on? <laughs> If Holy you want to stick shit. around for that next year, next gear, next gear, uh, you can follow this podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, anywhere. Please do. You can listen to it, rate, review, subscribe, comment, all those wonderful, wonderful things. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram Please. at How Do We Human. Why? Because we got that handle. Great. <laughs> Uh, you asked me, uh, what I have going on, and rather than just try and uh, throw it to you first, I will answer that question. You know, last week, Hmm. uh, you had your your ketchup idea. Oh, yeah. And it got me thinking. (laughs) Because, um, you know, December, not only is it the holidays, but it's also Star Wars time. Uh, Star Wars movies coming out in December now. (laughs) They they seem to, yeah. Um, and so... Oftentimes, that franchise does a lot of like cross promotion. They put those Star Wars characters on everything, hoping that you'll buy oh, it. Yes, tangerines, <laughs> breakfast cereals, uh, condoms, anything. <laughs> um, so what I'm proposing is they uh, tie themselves in uh, and have a mustard promotion. Gotcha, Mustafar mustard, <laughs> um, Mustafard. 
Um, you just pitching on the name? Just pitching. Yeah, we're still workshopping it. <laughs> we got a little bit of time. <laughs> um, but instead of just like, oh, it's mustard and yeah. it has like BB-8 on it. Like, whatever. Anybody can do that. Uh, you got to really have a, a unique product yeah. that Star Wars involved in. Mustafar, uh, I believe, is a, a very hot lava planet. Okay, I don't know that one. Um, I believe it's where uh, Obi Wan has the high that, ground that on uh, on Anakin. <laughs> <high ground>. <laughs> <laughs> I have the high ground, Mustafar. Mustafar, uh, far far away, and Mustafar and away. <laughs> because that's such a lava planet, I'm proposing uh, boiling mustard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and it. How do it, does it remain boiled it or remains, is it just boiled and then it cools? Remains boiled. It's a hot, hot bottle. <laughs> you go, I think you're also coming off my hot milk. <laughs> You've had Are a you, lot of good ideas. I'm just refining them. Well, ugh, I just noticed my hot milk tank is missing. Have you stolen my hot milk tank to keep your mustard boiling? Listen, I, I, don't, I don't like to think about where things come from. I just like to think <sighs> of how they are. Ugh. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> what do you have going on here? <laughs> I got I got some stuff going on. Hey, you know what's really important to me? When you when you look at me, uh, and other people <laughs> look at me, you immediately think, Good God, dental hygiene is important to this man. <laughs> and it is. But is it convenient? You know, does anyone has anyone ever said that to you? Like, gosh, dental hygiene's sure convenient. No, no one has ever said that People to me. People are always complaining. Like, I had to brush my teeth today because I had an audition. <laughs> That's all anyone talks about in LA. Is That's true. Having to brush their teeth for an for audition. Auditions. Oh, thank God, it's a self tape. I don't have to brush my teeth. In this fucking town. <laughs> I mean, brushing. Flossing, mouthwash, maybe, and every morning? That's a lot of dental hygiene. Well, guess what? We'll clean your teeth while you're sleeping. So, <laughs> ten minutes before your alarm goes off, right in that, you know, that horrible period where you're like, you're almost awake, we're in your mouth. <laughs> and we're Who is we? <laughs> my is it a product or is it people? We is the <laughs> no we we're people okay my crack team Got um it. I had to hire super sneaky criminals because uh, it was like a legal thing that happened and they're they're just immediately the most available to me employees at the moment okay um so me and a bunch of sneaky criminals are gonna be in your mouth. 10 minutes before you wake up and we're going to be brushing and we're going to be flossing and there's a little bit of mouthwash and you're going to, we wait until your alarm's going to go off to do the mouthwash because you are going to choke on it and that's going to wake right. you up. And we're not trying to wake you up before that. We got 10 minutes. You're so asleep. And we're just brushing away, you know? So, uh, this is a rent a dent uh, is the name of the company, uh, Rent-A-Dent, we're in your mouth. <laughs> okay, um, I, I have a lot of, uh, qualms, I guess, with, uh, this business. Okay. First of all, 
how do you know you're not going to wake me up? They're sneaky criminals. <laughs> okay. They're used to this. I guess my bigger issue is the constant use of the phrase, we're in your mouth. That's our thing. It's uncomfortable. What is? Telling me that you're going to be in my mouth. We're not going to be in your mouth. We're in your mouth. <laughs> you just don't know it because you're asleep. We're already there. <laughs> oh, the call is oh. coming from inside your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well then let me hang up on this call click bye, bye. <laughs>